بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف المرسلين سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين رب شرح لي صدري ويسر لي أمري وحل الأقدة من لساني يفقه كولي السلام عليكم ورحمة الله تعالى وبركاته أهلا وسهلا ومرحبا بكم Welcome back to our series on the duas from the Quran and Sunnah called Unlocking Hearts or I am near فإني قريب Indeed I am near says Allah أجيب دعوة الداعي إذا دعان I answer the call of the caller whenever he or she calls upon me and the best of ways to call upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala or the best formulas to utilize are the very words taught to us by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the Qur'an. From among those supplications, we read in Surah Ali Imran, that Surah number 3, in verse number 8, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us a dua that we should be familiar with, رَبَّنَا لَا تُزِغْ قُلُوبَنَا بَعْدَ إِذْ هَدَيْتَنَا وَهَبْ لَنَا مِنْ لَدُنْكَ رَحْمَةً إِنَّكَ أَنْتَ الْوَهَّابِ Again, رَبَّنَا لَا تُزِغْ قُلُوبَنَا بَعْدَ إِذْ هَدَيْتَنَا وَهَبْ لَنَا مِنْ لَدُنْكَ رَحْمَةً إِنَّكَ أَنْتَ الْوَهَّابِ And one more time, رَبَّنَا لَا تُزِغْ قُلُوبَنَا بَعْدَ إِذْ هَدَيْتَنَا وَهَبْ لَنَا مِنْ لَدُنْكَ رَحْمَةً this dua, again from Surah Al-Imran, chapter number 3, verse number 8, Allah Azza wa Jal says, Rabbana, O our Lord, la tuzigh qulubana, do not deviate our hearts. Or, put differently, do not allow our hearts to deviate. Ba'da idh hadaytana, after you had guided us, wahab lana, and grant us miladunka from your side rahmatan mercy innaka indeed you o allah antal wahhab you are al wahhab the giver of gifts referring to the name of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala al wahhab from the word wahaba yahibu which means to give a gift allah is al wahhab the ultimate bestower of gifts because the best gifts are the gifts that come from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now, there's a lot that we can learn from this supplication, but the understanding we get from the meaning of the words themselves is that this supplication should definitely be read at the end of a period of guidance. For example, toward the end of the month of Ramadan, or after one had become more prone to praying salah, or more inclined to reading Qur'an because such achievements are from the guidance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and we pray to Allah in this supplication Oh Allah, do not let our hearts go astray after you had guided us in other words, we are now on the right track we don't want to go back to where we were previously and then appealing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala please grant us of your mercy for you are the bestower of gifts. So, as a concluding dua to our actions, we should ideally always recite this particular supplication to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we can learn that 
towards the end of this month of Ramadan or even after to continue reciting this application and think there through that, Oh Allah, I've read Quran in the month of Ramadan. I don't wish to go back to being a person who doesn't read Quran. Oh Allah, I made salah in Ramadan. Don't let me ever go back to not praying salah. Oh Allah, I have become more conscious of you. I have visited your mosque frequently. I have prayed at night. Please allow me to attain some of this and keep this with me going forward. So this dua can hold a lot of significance for us in light of this. Then from the context of the dua in Surah Ali Imran, in verse number 7, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us about the Qur'an and different people's approach to the Qur'an. Allah says, بَعَدَ أَنْ أَقُولَ أَعُوذُ بِاللَّهِ مِنَ الشَّيْطَانِ الرَّجِيمِ بِسْمِ اللَّهِ الرَّحْمَنِ الرَّحِيمِ هُوَ الَّذِي أَنْزَلَ عَلَيْكَ الْكِتَابَ مِنْهُ آيَاتٌ مُحْكَمَاتٌ هُنَّ أُمُّ الْكِتَابِ he, Allah, is the one who sent down upon you, Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, the book, referring to Al-Qur'an. From among its verses, there are ayat or verses which are muhkamat, precise, absolutely clear and lucid. Hunna ummul kitab. These verses form the foundation of the book, meaning the overwhelming majority of verses are completely understandable, they are explicit in their meaning, they are not, uh, they do not require any sort of interpolation, we understand them within their context, we understand them through the words of the Qur'an itself, through the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, and through the opinions of the exegetes, the great mufassirun. Then Allah says, وَأُخَرُ مُتَشَابِهَاتِ But other verses are allegorical, or elusive, meaning their meanings are not clear. For example, Alif Lam Mim. For example, Yasin. We don't know the actual meanings of these letters. They are called Harufun Muqatta'at. And when it comes to the tafsir of these letters, we say Lam Ya'lam Muradahu illallah. No one truly knows their meaning except Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Allah says about these verses, and of course there are others, this is just an example. Allah says, فَأَمَّا الَّذِينَ فِي قُلُوبِهِمْ زَيْغٌ As for those who have deviation in their hearts. فَيَتَّبِعُونَ مَا تَشَابَهَ مِنْ They constantly pursue that which is allegorical or elusive therein. So they constantly seek out what is unclear, what's the mystical hidden meaning here, what is the, the, the meaning of something that we cannot possibly know the meaning of, how do we understand this you know, uh, quality of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that he mentions that can't possibly mean its literal meaning. They constantly pursue this type of, of understanding as opposed to that which is the foundation of the book, which is absolutely clear. So, these ones, there's a deviation in their hearts. Thereby they seek ibtigha al-fitna. They seek to cause trouble. Wa ta'wili. And they seek interpolations. They seek to ascribe meanings to these matters or to these verses which they have no right to ascribe. Wa ma ya'lamu ta'wilahu illallah. When in reality, no one knows its interpretation except God except Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Then the next part of the verse, and there's 
discussion among the Mufassirun as to whether this wow year and those who are firm, firmly grounded in knowledge, whether this wow is wow al-atf, meaning it is connected to, to who knows the interpretation of these verses, or whether it is wow al-isti'naf, which commences a new sentence. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows best, but it says, وَالرَّاسِخُونَ فِي الْعِلْمِ And those who are firmly grounded in knowledge, يَقُولُونَ They say, آمَنَّا بِهِ We believe in it, in the Qur'an, in all of it. كُلٌّ مِّنْ عِنْدِ رَبِّنَا All of it is from our Lord. وَمَا يَذَّكَّرُ إِلَّا أُلُوا الْأَلْبَابِ And none pay heed except the people of lub, the people of deep understanding and the people of reason. So, Again, the clear verses, these verses are easy to understand. They deal predominantly with matters of creed or belief and practice, such as believing in the one God, staying away from forbidden foods and from riba, etc. These are all clear. And the elusive verses that, you know, deviant people pursue, their full meaning is known only to Allah. And we should we should strive to stay in the matters that are clear and absolutely lucid. In other words, there for us to understand and not try to go into mystical interpretations of matters which only Allah genuinely knows the meaning. These people of intellect who have the approach mentioned in this verse and declare that they believe in the whole Quran, it is all from Allah. These rasikhuna fil ilm those firmly grounded in knowledge, they go on in the next ayah, which is ayah number eight, to make this very supplication about which this episode revolves. They say, Rabbana, O our Lord, la tuzigh qulubana, do not deviate our hearts, ba'da idh hadaytana, after you had guided us. Don't let us venture into matters that are outside of our reach, outside of our understanding. You have guided us to Islam. You have guided us to the way of the Quran and the Sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam and the tradition of his companions and the scholars after them, all the way down to ourselves, connected through one chain called Ahlu Sunnah wal Jama'ah, traditional Islam. Now that we are in this, don't allow our hearts to deviate and pursue matters that would take us away from this guidance, and grant us mercy, O Allah. إِنَّكَ أَنْتَ الْوَهَّابِ Indeed, you, you are the bestower of bounties. You are the ultimate gift giver. And the dua actually continues. In verse number 9, Allah says, they then say, رَبَّنَا أَوْ أَوْ لُودِ إِنَّكَ جَامِعُ النَّاسِ لِيَوْمِ اللَّا رَيْبَ Indeed, you are gathering or you will gather people to a day that there is no doubt about. Meaning the day of judgment. إِنَّ اللَّهَ لَا يُخْلِفُ الْمِعَادِ Indeed, Allah does not break His promise. And then, in verse number 10 of Surah Al-Imran, Allah says, إِنَّ الَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا لَن تُغْنِيَ عَنْهُمْ أَمْوَالُهُمْ وَلَا أَوْلَادُهُمْ مِنَ اللَّهِ شَيْئًا وَأُولَٰئِكَ هُمْ وَقُودُ النَّارِ As for those who disbelieve, they will never be saved by their wealth, nor by their children from Allah at all. They are the fuel of the fire. Allah save us from the fire. So as you can see, those who supplicate with Rabbana la tuzigh they are 
juxtaposed. They are they are in opposition to those who would be in the fire. So by making this dua, we also position ourselves as not being from among those who will be in the fire. May Allah grant us salvation from the fire of Jahannam. So not only will we be uh, allied along with those who Allah describes as being rasikhuna fil ilm, firmly grounded in knowledge by submitting to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, but we are also making sure that we are not part of the opposing group, those who find themselves in the fires of Jahannam. May Allah ta'ala save us from the fires of Jahannam in this month, the month of Ramadan. Every night, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala frees so many souls that we cannot even give it a number from the fires of, of Jahannam. And we pray, Allahumma a'tiq riqabana. As we know, we recite in the taraweeh supplications, traditionally we recite, Oh Allah, free our necks, wariqaba abaina, and the necks of our forefathers, the, the parents, the mothers, the fathers, the grandparents, etc. Wariqaba ummahatina, the necks of our mothers, wa'auladina, and the necks of our children, minan nari ajma'in, all together free us from the fires of Jahannam. And with these lessons, we can now turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with this application and call to mind all of these lessons and sincerely ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Oh Allah, all the guidance that you give us in this month of Ramadan, all the gifts, because you are wahhab, all the gifts that you give us, we don't want to lose this. We don't want to move back to our old selves after the month of Ramadan. We want to continue to journey towards you. We want to keep that guidance and add to it so that we grow closer and closer to you, our Creator, subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now notice also how incorporated into this dua is asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala through His names. And this is a feature that we're commenting on in this series for the first time. Part of the etiquette of supplication is to follow what Allah Ta'ala instructs us with in the Qur'an when he says, وَلِلَّهِ الْأَسْمَاءُ الْحُسْنَى فَدَعُوهُ بِهَا To Allah belongs all the beautiful names, the most beautiful names. And as we know, the hadith describes that the names of Allah are 99, and whoever enumerates them, some says memorize or learns them or lives by them, and all of them are true, whosoever enumerates them in that sense, will enter Jannah. And the, the dua that we read here incorporates the name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So by reading this dua, we are also obeying the command from Allah, which is to call upon Him via His names. And throughout the month of Ramadan, it would be very beneficial for us to learn some of the names of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and then learn how to incorporate those names into our supplications. Even the supplications that don't come directly from the Qur'an and from the Sunnah. Because the command to, to, to utilize Allah's names and call upon Him through His names is general. So even when we speak to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on a daily basis, and we need from Allah to save us in a particular situation, by relating to Allah through His names, we may have a shortcut to a beautiful supplication. Like the person who needs to get through traffic to attend to a very important appointment, for example, may use the name Ya Fattah, 
oh opener oh Allah open up the way for me so that I can be there and like this if we understand and know the names of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala like in this dua we would be able to incorporate it into our ibadah and our supplications with Allah Rabbul Izzati wal Jalal Rabbana la tuzigh kulubana ba'da idh hadaytana wa hab lana min ladunka rahma innaka antal wahhab wa sallallahu ala sayidina Muhammad walhamdulillahirabbil alamin wassalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh